We're back with another episode. This is episode 35. And we are going to get right into it today. But if you or someone that you know wants to be on a future episode, shoot me an email. If you're watching, it's right here. Uh, if you're just listening, it's sttf.weareverywhere at gmail.com. Without further ado, guest number 35, Greg Serafan. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? It's good, man. It's good. Um, so where are you? Give us a rundown. Where are you from? What do you do? And how'd you get into fish? Sure. So um, I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm an attorney and um, I first got into fish. Well, that's kind of a story. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. So I first heard fish in 2008. I wasn't really into them before then. Okay. Um, and then I heard that they were coming back. I went to see them in um, Albany at um, their first tour back in 09. In 09. Um, and I thought they were great. Um, but then I saw them again, um, and I didn't really like it. You didn't um, really like it? No, I didn't really like it. Um, I had a bad experience at my second show um, oh, okay. where I, I was just talking to the people around me, and they were very stuck up. Um, we'll call them jade, some jaded vets, dude. Um, okay, and yep. and go ahead, you know. So, after that, um, I would say I saw them another 20 times, mm -hmm. um, before it really clicked. Okay, got so it was a it was a slow burn for you. It was, a slow, it was, it was t 10 years and 20 shows before I was like, hey, I'm a fish fan. Okay, got it. And that's interesting because, like, just the perseverance of it, you know, it's like, so did you know that there's, like, something there that was worth, like, going back and trying it over and over? Because after that first bad experience, like, with the band, I would think that you would just be like, fuck this, you know? So there had to be something there that, like, kept bringing you back. Um, yeah, I, I married a fish fan. <laughs> that will do it. So like you're just like getting drugged to these shows and you're like, okay, I'll go. Yeah, my, my husband is is a huge fish fan and he's okay. like, we'll we'll go. So like for instance, like on a New Year's run, I would do one show out of the four that he would do. Got or, it. Got it. Uh, like Baker's dozen, I saw two shows, he saw seven. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you're just like by default, like hearing fish yeah. all the time and like getting drugged to shows and then finally so Let's fast forward to that moment. You said it was 20 shows later, 10 years later. That yeah. moment that it clicked, what was that moment? So 2019, uh, my husband was away for the summer. Uh -huh. And after you spend, um, you know, like eight or nine years with someone or, or 10 years with someone, you get kind of lonely when they're gone. <laughs> uh, so, so I was like, hey, um, I'm just going to listen to the whole tour. It was the, during the summer. So a, as the shows come out, I'm just going to listen to the whole thing um, like in a row and somewhere around the Alpine show where they played that like 40 minute Ruby waves. Uh, it wasn't that jam, but it was 
it was like the show before that, I think, where I was just like, hey, you know, I really like this. And um, after that, it took me, I didn't see them that tour, but I saw them next. Uh, I did the Island tour. Oh, okay. In 2019. Um, I, I missed Providence, but I did um, Long Island, Charleston, and um, what was after Charleston? Whatever was after Charleston. I have no idea. Okay. I'm the worst with like remembering like places and stats and all kinds of stuff. Like, and this is the first time I've heard it referred to as the Island Tour. So it's this like yeah. Island Tour 2.0. This is the first time I've it, heard that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we just we saw the show on Long Island, which was not great. But I was like really into it. I was like, this is going to be great. This is going to be amazing. And then we're like, we need to get a poster from this show. So we got there super early, and it was pouring. And we were just standing in line waiting and we got inside and there were so many extra posters for that show. So you didn't even have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. There was no need. Um, but then we went to Charleston and that was great. That was like an amazing vacation. Yeah. Um, you know, the food there is awesome. The city is cool. Um, and the shows were good. What kind of food does, does Charleston have to offer? I don't know. Like, so, Charleston has a lot of seafood, a lot of Southern food. Um, they had, uh, we went to a really good steakhouse one day. Okay. Um, it's definitely a foodie town for cool. sure. Did that translate? Did Charleston being a foodie town translate to the lot in that way? Or was it just like the same right of the mill, like grilled cheese? Yeah. and? Beers? So it was a little different. You know, I'm from the Northeast. And mm -hmm. so there were some different vendors that I wasn't used to, but it was mostly the same. same. It was more, it was more just, you know, like in town, the restaurants were real bougie and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good. Give us all your money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. On. I want to, I want to back up here, not to like take us off track and on a tangent. Um, but you said you're an attorney. Yeah. I've never had an attorney on. I don't oh. think I have any friends or have met anyone like in this space that is an attorney. So what kind of, what kind of attorney are you? Uh, real estate litigation. I go to court every day. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Real estate litigation. Wow. Okay, cool. I've but never... I'm actually I'm actually not the only attorney at my firm that likes fish. Um no way. Okay. So so in my interview for for this job that I have now, um, I had on my resume um right just right at the bottom a list of music festivals that I was general counsel for. Oh, um the... <laughs> I was so... I was like, wait, you put that on no, but, so but general, got it. Yeah. So, but in the interview, one of the partners turns to me and goes, "So, are you going to um, the the sh the shows at MSG? It was right before the the makeup MSG shows uh, mm -hmm. for New Year's in April." And I was like, "Well, if he's asking, I'm I'm not gonna lie." <laughs> so yeah. I was like, "Yep." And he's like, "You going to all four? And I was like, "Yep." And he's like, "Well, that's good. I've seen them 160 times." awesome were you like nervous in that because you were like oh shit like well i mean i'm pretty public about going to see fish like i have a big twitter account and i post about all the live music that i see and i figured if it's going to be a problem i'd rather be it it be a problem now in the interview than getting fired from my job for something they don't like 
having to like conceal it throughout your it's like hey i'm going yeah. on vacation it's like where are you going <laughs> like um hawaii <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> really going to see fetch that's cool though that's cool so there's multiple people in in your same wow yeah it just goes to show we literally are everywhere lawyers yeah. radio people looks <laughs> it's, it's everywhere man that's cool so so we're now we'll fast back forward so you know you had a bad experience right off the rip with fish married someone that was super into him took the time let it build and now you're a fan um to this date um are you still at 20 shows how many shows have you seen uh 45 shows 45 okay cool yeah 15 of them were in 2020. Wow. So hitting, hitting it hard in 2020 or 2020 or 2022, 2020. Sorry, yeah. not, not yeah. 2020. There were no shows in 2020. I was like, damn, you must've been getting some secret shows. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get into those? Um, so now that you've like gotten your feet wet and you're into them, like what is your, like whenever you're just like say on a Saturday, wake up and you're like, I want to listen to some fish. What year do you keep going back to? What would you say is your favorite year of fish? Is it something in 1.0? Is it something it shows you've already been to? What do you keep going so back to? I have a pretty controversial opinion about listening to fish. I love controversial opinions. Okay. So I don't listen to fish that I can't go see live. Meaning I don't want to listen to those amazing 1.0 shows because I find it disappointing when I go and see them interesting and kind like hold on let me process so you don't listen to any 1.0 or 2.0 no I, I mean i have if someone has it on i don't make them turn it off um okay. but but i won't go and seek that out got it so a couple of things i would say so there's two different sides to this on my opinion on this the first side the initial like reaction was like why like why would you rob yourself of like all of this greatness from when arguably they were in a version or a era of their prime right yeah but then the second part of it it's almost like like what's a good analogy for this almost like <laughs> this is going to be a horrible analogy like an alcoholic not wanting to like go to a party where there's alcohol because they're like i can't have the alcohol so i just don't want to like be around it right yeah but like, so like respect on that part, like not having, like not wanting to set those expectations, I guess, in your head of like just hearing some like monster show from 97 when knowing that the show, the next show that you're going to go to, wherever it's at, you're not, you're not going to get that. Is that kind of where your head's at with that or am I yeah, way off? I, no, 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 that's, that's pretty right. Um, I, I mean, I spent years listening to all the fish that there was. Uh, so especially when I experienced it. Yeah. So when I was trying to get into them, you know, those first 20 shows or so, I was listening to that. And then I'd go to the show and be like, that's not what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Different, different era, different time for sure. Yeah. Different style so to, of playing. So to answer your actual original question, um, 2013 is really good. Um, 2015 is really good. And I enjoy shows that I've been to. So you go back and listen. I go back and listen for sure. I like that. It, and that is, 
I think you nailed it. I, I would say that that is the most as controversial as you can get when you're talking about fish. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of a controversial opinion. And I'll be curious to see um, in the comments what people have to say about that. That And we try to keep this comment section nice. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep that in mind. We, we're not bullying here. But yeah, I'll be interested to see like what the takes are. And uh, I would, I, I would, have you I'm heard sure of people will tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> but here's the thing. With music, that's why I love it. It's because with music, everything's subjective. Like, yeah, who's to say? Like, if that's what gets you off, like, what if that's what you like? Who's to say that's wrong? You know. What I don't like, though, on the flip side of that, which is why I said like respect, is like people, and I know people like this. People that, you know, just hammer like 1.0 and like. All you listen to is 95, 97, 99, and then go to the shows like now and just bitch because they're not hitting that mark. Yeah. Dude, you know it's not gonna be that. It's a yeah, different it it's it's a whole different thing now. It hasn't been that in 20 years. Yeah. If not, yeah, exactly. And I would almost rather I would almost rather have your take on it towards like, <laughs> I don't even want to subject myself to that rather than like listening to that and like expecting that every show because that's not what's going to happen. You know? Yeah. I mean, when I'm driving the car, I have Sirius. So the radio, the fish radio station has on plenty of yeah. um, older fish. Mm-hmm. So it's not like uh, um, it's poison to my ears. Um, oh, it's, it's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they turned on 93. No. Um, right. No, it's it's great. It's just, um, yeah, it's it's just not, it's just not conducive for me going to a show and being like, being able to compare it to something that else that I've seen or having some, some reference as to what it should sound like or does sound like. Right. That's very interesting, man. That's why I love this podcast, dude. Like, I never in my group of friends or people that I see like have like go see fish with that I talk fish with would I have ever heard that and like meeting you on TikTok and Twitter and like just hearing that like it's it it's like um expanding expanding and hearing other people's opinions on this thing that we all love I fucking love it man um okay kind of related to that and I'm curious to see if this will also be 3.0. I'm assuming it will be. But do you have a favorite jam of all time? So um, my favorite jam is from my wedding night. Um, like fish at your wedding? Uh, no. So um, oh, I got married. Sh- okay, yeah, no I got way. married in Vegas during the 2016 run. Um, oh, and my favorite jam if, is definitely the golden age from that night. It's about 25 minutes. Um, I would say that it's a, a top five 3.0 jam for sure, but it's just my favorite it has special meaning to me, obviously. So is this happening the exact, the same time that you guys are getting married or we got married earlier in the day? Then we went to see fish. Then we went to see the disco biscuits afterwards. Oh, um, talk about yeah. a fucking gnarly wedding, dude. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, like 10 shows in five days that's awesome and so did you did your husband also like was like you're like you just got married 
and like you yeah. guys are go to the show where you both like this fucking gold like this is like our wedding present from fish <laughs> were yeah. you both on the same vibe about that we're we're on the same page that it was <laughs> like you could tell that it was something special at the time yeah you're just like this is our wedding present from fish <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool so golden age from vegas 2016 i'll have to go back and re-listen to that because i don't have that one like in the vault right now yeah you're like oh yeah at seven minutes or whatever you know like i can't sum um so within your i know that you've got other people like in your firm that you work with that are into fish um and you're married to someone that likes fish um but in like other friend groups or maybe family um people that aren't into fish or haven't heard fish maybe what would you play for them if you're trying to be like hey you should check this band out um you go in like a full show, you go in just a jam, you go in like a studio song. What would you play for someone that's never heard fish? I don't know. It depends. It depends on the person. Um, you know, I took my, I took my aunt to see fish um, oh. in AC over the summer and she saw the dead like a hundred times. So for her, you know, I, I played some live music, um, but for, you know, like my cousin who was coming with us to um, our wedding and was coming to the show after with us, I gave her some studio tracks to listen to. Cool. Um, because I knew that would be more her speed. Yeah. So it, it kind of depends. No, it does. It does. It, it depends on, you know, who you're talking to. I mean, if you're like with your aunt, you know, she's a deadhead. She, you know that she's accustomed to the jamming. So yeah, here's a live yeah. show. Check it out. Um, but if you're like, let's just for like the sake of conversation, um, what would you play for, um, like if you had a friend that was like a metalhead, a metalhead, probably Karini. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're just like, Humphreys, <laughs> not fish at all. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's the right answer, but yeah. the answer to your question is Karini. Yeah. Yeah. Karini for sure. And especially like going back to like your favorite year. Like any of those, like Karini's from Thirteen, yeah, those are fucking. Those get dark and gnarly. I love those. Um, let's see here. What? Okay, going back to controversial opinions, uh, because I would say that now in this three point or four point era, four point I'm 4. I'm a big proponent of four point Okay, so are you passionate about four point Yes, it's definitely four point There okay. was a break. Um, whether or not it was their choice, I don't think matters. I think okay. it's definitely 4.0. Okay. Interesting because I let's just, I want to get this out of the way before we start having this conversation. I'm not super passionate about like 4.0, 3.0, but if I had to have a take on it, what I would say, um, kind of opposite of what you're saying, you know, like it doesn't matter if it's their call or not, there was a break. All of the other breaks were their choice, right? I mean, their choice. Take that for what you will. But, um, you know, it's like 1.0 ends. It's like the choice as as a band, as Trey, whatever. 2.0, same thing. And then coming into like 3.0, 4.0, that decision was kind of like made for them and like the rest of the world, you know? It's like, hey, everything's mm-hmm. like shut down. So I don't know. Let's let's compromise and call it 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. It can be 4.0. I don't care. Um, what? Uh, oh, yeah. So going back to like controversial. Um, what is a fish song that you would be okay with never hearing again? What fish song do you not like? Fish song do I not like? Yeah. Um Man, your comments are going to be filled with hate. Um, uh, I would be okay never hearing Fluffhead again. Fluffhead? Yes. That is, I would say that's one of the more controversial um, answers I've heard. I had someone on that said Character Zero, and that really, like, threw me. I was like, what? But then, like, I thought about it, and I was like, I can get it. And I can also, I'm going to say first, before I comment on this, I love Fluffhead. But I also can understand why. Um, but I want to hear your reasoning why. Like, what is it so, about the song? So, if Lovehead is, for instance, like a standalone set opener, I'm okay with it. Sure. But when it's in the middle of a set, I think it kind of messes up the groove. You know, it's 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 its own thing that I think needs to be standing alone by itself. Or maybe like even encore, or an encore is yeah. That that's that's fine. Yeah, because Fluffhead is one of those songs. To your point, if you're in the middle of like you know, uh, a kick-ass second set and it's flowing, let's just say you got a fucking gnarly Carini, you got a mm-hmm. gold whatever it is, and it's like turning. They go into Fluffhead, and you know for at least the next twelve minutes you're getting a standard fluff head. They're not breaking any new ground. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to start getting the hate. <laughs> For the most part, they're not breaking any new ground. You know what you're getting. It's standard. So I can, if you don't love the song song part of it, right? The composition, yeah. then yeah, I can see why you'd be like, yeah. So I get it. I don't think it's as controversial. I'm curious to see the comments on that too. I get it. I get it. Um, what song would you like to see Fish cover? Oh, um, Africa by Toto. Oh, shit! Sure. <laughs> dude, now that fucking song's gonna be stuck in my head all day, dude. That is a great one. I think they would kill that. Yeah, so do I. Fish, if you're listening. Trey, Mike, pay anybody. Do it, man. And then as soon as they do, it's one of those, that's a, that's a, I'm not weird. That's a unique enough of a song that, like, I'm surprised they haven't come across that yet. So I got on the the Africa train when a friend of mine was like, they really should cover Africa by Toto. And I was like, you're right, they should. Um, And he has some connections in the music industry. And apparently he brought that to Paige and Fish. and Like face-to-face? um face to face with your intermediaries i'm not sure and they, apparently they were into it but trey was not trey <laughs> come on so I dude don't, i don't think it's ever gonna happen unless Paige just starts like maybe maybe not a full cover but you said Paige was into it and fishman were into yeah. it maybe Paige just starts like teasing it like in the middle of a jam like on That'd the keys that would be sick um that's <laughs> i feel like that's all i'm gonna be listening for when did this conversation happen? Was it a while back, I'm assuming? Yeah, this was like in 2014, 2015. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen then. 
was forever ago. Yeah. Um, do you have any, you said you've seen 45 shows. Am I yeah. remembering that correctly? Okay. What song are you chasing? What song have you wanted to see out of those that you just, like, man, I would love to get one of those. So over the summer, I was chasing Vultures and Sparkle. Okay. They played both and I saw both. So now I'm not really chasing a song. You got it, both of your. I got name? both. Um, you know, they played one and then they played the other. And I was like, all right, I, they can play whatever they want now. I'm happy. Vultures and Sparkle. Interesting. I like it. it every time I hear Sparkle now, um, going back to the first episode that I did of this podcast, I asked this question. It was one of my buddies. I was like, what song are you like? Or no, you, the question that I asked him about Sparkle, he answered with, what's a fish song that you would never want to hear again? And he said Sparkle. And I was like, what? I was like, why, dude? I was like, it's such like a fun, like, it's quick. It's fun. Yeah. Like, it gets you going. And I can't remember exactly why he said he didn't like it, but it's always stuck in my head. I was like, who doesn't like Sparkle? <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool that it's you were chasing it and you got it. I did. I saw it. I saw it for my first show. And then I didn't see it again for another 13 years. Right, right. Damn. Have you ever seen a uh, brother that you remember? No. That's what I'm chasing. Me and one of my buddies yeah. that go see fish together all the time. It's like, we just get a brother. Like, that's all we want, man. <laughs> um, so out of your 45 shows, um, what are some of those memories that stand out to you? Like... You know, I think there's like an Instagram account or something like crazy things you see at fish, like any of those like memories to where you like ran into someone that you hadn't seen in 20 years or like saw like what are just some of those standout memories from tour, whether it be on the road, at the show, in the lot, what what stands out to you that you're comfortable so, with sharing? Yeah. <laughs> um, so in 2013, um, through the lotto, I ended up getting um tickets to up for the floor for all four nights nice um for new year's eve and i'll never forget how close i was to trey on new year's eve when they were out on the truck in the middle of the floor yeah. um he must have been I, I don't know it was closer than you could get being on the rail because there was no space between the truck like and the right people here. yeah you're like touching the truck um and so it was just so close to the band. That's something I definitely can never forget. Just like um, right there. Yeah. yeah. Just like looking up and, <laughs> oh, there they are. It's like being at the very front row in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, okay. pretty much. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. And then also from that same night, um, my friend comes back from the bathroom um, and and goes, and goes, the security guard just kept asking me what book I, I should be reading. And we're like, what? And he's like, yeah, what book? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the security guard questioned him for like a few minutes and like didn't understand what it meant. And that was just, I roll every time I, I think about that. It's just hilarious. Yeah, it's like the inside. It's like, I'm sure he saw like, a bunch of fucking shirts or like stickers or whatever, or just hearing people say like, read the book, read the book. <laughs> like what the fuck? 
what are you talking about, man? What the? Yeah. That's great, dude. It's those inside, like those inside jokes, I guess, that we take for granted that like we don't even think like no, really think of anymore. It's like, what do you mean? Read the book, dude. <laughs> the book. <laughs> the book. That's awesome. Um, let's see what else. I don't know. Fish is just like whenever I see people there. Um, oh, I saw my boss there. That that oh, that was from in the, the interview. interview. From the interview, um, that that was interesting. Yeah, you're like, I'm like, all right. So like, this is your natural habitat, and I can see that now. <laughs> but also, is it like, was it like a weight kind of like lifted to being like? Okay, me and my boss are into the same thing. We both know what happens here. It's like, well, so when I first started that job, I was like, all right, so I'm gonna see him at a show. Like, it's just, it's gonna happen. We live in the same city. We go to the same shows. Yep. Um, and I forget what night of the run it was but i was like i'm definitely gonna see him and i was there in a head-to-toe leopard tracksuit with a, <laughs> in a fur leopard coat and i was like this is gonna be the night that i see him i just know it it's been four nights of this run and this is gonna just be the one and it was <laughs> yeah did he comment on your outfit no he he just like it was like nothing that's awesome dude leaving it at like where it's supposed to be not being like oh, this is one of our attorneys yeah <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that's cool that's cool um speaking of like talking about stories now or like favorite memories um starting off this episode and we don't have to dig it up if you don't want but like you had mentioned that you had a bad experience so like a bad memory Whenever you first started seeing fish, mm -hmm. you were you said you were some jaded vets. Um, what did that story look like? I'm I'm curious. If you don't want to share, it's it's fine. But. No, no, no. So I was there. Um, I went to. I was in college and or I just finished college, and I was with one of my friends. We drove up to SPAC, and he had never seen fish before. And I was like, I had gone to one show before, and it was awesome. And I was like, Hey, it's going to be great. And we got there, and we started talking to the people next to us. And both of us are big Disco Biscuit fans. And they just started, they just like went into the Disco Biscuits and were telling us how they were terrible and that the scene was terrible and that we were terrible for liking them. Um, just, they, they just like, these people that I had never known or had never met before were just like saying all this stuff that you would never say to a person in the real world about something they liked. Like they went out of their way to shit on make you. us feel like trash. Yeah. So is this, <clears throat> is this like in like the lot beforehand? Is this in the show? Is this, <laughs> this was in the front row of the lawn. So okay. at, at SPAC there's the pavilion and then the lawn kind of has like a little, like a, a low wall in front um, at the edge of it. Uh -huh. So we were right at the edge. We could see through the pavilion. We're like, these are, this is a great, great place season. to stand. Yeah. And we just were talking to the people next to us. Cause you know, that's what you do when you're waiting for the show to start. And so it wasn't during the show. It wasn't during the okay. show. It was okay. waiting for the show to start. Got it. And they just fucking went into it. And, and 
then going forward, I had maybe not as extreme conversations with people, but similar conversations with people um, where um, I'd be wearing something like Disco Biscuits merch and they would just like, I've had people at a show like come up to me just to tell me that the Disco Biscuits suck and then walk away. <laughs> For real? <laughs> For real. Dude, it's, that's, there is this, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what to call it. It's, like, almost like a sports team mentality, mm-hmm. like, in the jam band scene. And I don't, I'm not sh- sure that it, like, exists in any other, like, music scene other than, like, the jam band scene. It's, like, all of these bands, that, you know, that kind of, like, do the same thing, you know, like, pe- multiple people like multiple different jam bands. Yeah. And it's, like, almost like people are, like, my jam band is better than your jam band. It's like like a football team. It's like we got the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow. It's like if I'm an Eagles fan and you're a Chiefs fan, it wouldn't be crazy for me to be like, hey, Chiefs suck. You're going down tomorrow or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, like, taking that to, like, the realm of music just seems like kind of It goofy. seems crazy to me. Like, music <laughs> isn't a competition. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, the lighthearted, like, banter. Like, I know that there's, like, a – um, a feud, if you will, between like fish fans and widespread panic fans. That feels like mm-hmm. the biggest rivalry, you know, it's like, Oh, whatever. If it's lighthearted and like fun and both people are like having fun with it, I think mm-hmm. it's like cool and fun and like part of like whatever, but like to go out of your way to walk up to someone and be like, is that your favorite band? They suck. My favorite band is the best. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's like, so elementary it's it's goofy man so i'm sorry on behalf of all other fish fans that that (laughs) happened to you uh whenever you were first getting into it because that's not cool yeah um but obviously i got over it i'm glad you did (laughs) me too um so would you say um that disco biscuits like let's do this if you're comfortable with it um hierarchy of like you personally for like i know this is a fish podcast but yeah it's all in the same realm how would you rank like your top we'll just say five top five jam bands in order and you don't have to feel obligated to put fish as one uh, um well it wouldn't be um, <laughs> okay, the, disco, the disco biscuits are my ride or die band that's your um, number one favorite yeah i've seen okay. them 127 times gotcha okay wow Wow, I've seen them once, and it was at like a music festival. Um, but I did get to experience it, so yeah. I don't know if I was like paying attention. I was just like kind of there, but I saw them. <laughs> okay, so Disco Biscuits number one. Yeah, um, Fish would be number two. Um, maybe a controversial opinion again. Um, I would put the New Deal as number three. The new okay. The New Deal is one of those bands that I'm aware of and that like I've I haven't seen. I haven't really like gone out of my way to listen to them. Um, but I'm aware. Yeah. So what kind of I mean, I guess like what kind of style is the that? New Deal is even more electronic than the Disco Biscuits. Okay. So you um Okay, got it. Yeah. Um and I love their studio albums, which is not something you can normally say for a jam band. Sure. 
their studio albums are concept albums. Um, the synth player is a TV music producer. So it's very oh. composed. Um, it's good. It's cool. It's good listening. Yeah. Have to check them out. New deal. Okay. So that's number three. That's number three. Um, number four would be government mule. Okay. Um, you can argue whether or not they're a jam band. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. It's sure. Um, and then I don't know who I'd put next. Maybe Umphreeze, um, but probably Lotus. Oh, okay. You, you can you can also argue whether or not they're a jam band. You can't. Yeah, it, it, it's like one of those things. Like once you start getting out to the, some lines get blurred. You know, it's like yeah. what is what is a jam band? Interesting. Well, That's yeah. a, maybe I'll start including that question on every on every episode, just to kind of see like where people are at you know because there's so many jam bands at this point like um well i have to say and this is for all of your your listeners and viewers okay that i only did not list the grateful dead or jared garcia band because neither of them are a jam band okay well, let's dissect this but <laughs> dropping bombs late the episode. okay so you don't listen to the Grateful Dead, or no? I love the Grateful Dead. Okay, but you didn't list them. That's what you said. You didn't I didn't list, list them because yeah. you're saying they're not a jam band, right? Jerry okay. Garcia band is probably my like number two listen to music. Got um, it. But it's not a jam band. It's a soul band. Okay, so hold on, because I feel like if you could like meme me at this point, it's like the. <laughs> the lady that has like all of like the math equations going on, like trying to figure out like where to go with this. So let's start with the Grateful Dead. Sure. Why? Uh, and I think we can both agree that for like mass population, a lot of people would say the Grateful Dead are the founding father, one of the founding fathers. You could throw Almond Brothers in there too, of the jam band scene. They carved sure. the way. Um, so in your opinion, your take on it, why would you consider them not to be a jam band? So I do consider them the creators of the jam band genre, Got but it. they are calling them a jam band is not really, it doesn't really describe what they are. They're Americana, they're country, they're bluegrass. Um, but also, yeah. They influenced the development of the jam band genre. Probably you could say that they were 60% of the influence of the creation of the genre. For sure. Um, if not more. But yeah. If, yeah, if not more. But at the same time, um, their type two jamming is pretty limited to drums in space and maybe like a dark star here or there. Um, I would say Fish is probably the first big... Um, jam band jam that could, band that's an actual jam band as opposed to all these other things got it i've never heard this take on it before so forgive me i'm trying to like i'm trying to process and be like like i'm trying to take my head where your head's at right now yeah because i would i would classify the dead as a jam band because they're so like that was like before fish, like well, I guess uh, there's some crossover. 
crossover there. But like, yeah, before fish was even a thing, like they were doing this and they were stepping out and they were breaking the structure of, mm-hmm. you know, like the, you know, chorus first, whatever they're going type two. Um, so yeah, I would, I would throw them in there, but you're saying like they, they just created the, they created it, but they didn't necessarily, they aren't confined by that definition. I don't think. Interesting. It's going to take me a while to process this and then I'll get back to you like on Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I've said this to, you know, all of my friends and they told me that I was completely wrong. And then they all come back to me, you know, like a few weeks later and they're like, you know what? I'm on board with this. It's going to take me a minute. And I don't know if I'll be on board with it because I, I, I still to this point, I'm like, yeah, the dead is definitely a jam band, but let me sit with it. And then we'll revisit it. Um, and so, I can, so here, I, I'll, okay, I'll give you a little bit more to chew on. So okay. for instance, the Allman brothers, I don't think it's a jam band. The grateful dad. I don't think it's a jam band. Widesert Panic, Fish, The Disco Biscuits, Spafford, Papadozio, those are all jam bands. Okay. Lotus, so STS9, not jam bands. Okay. So let's, let's to be able to, we, we need to define jam band first then. Yeah. I think that's the first step. So like, in your opinion, what defines a jam band? Like, what are the criteria? Consistent type two jamming at okay. every show. At every show. Yes. And you don't think that the the dead would fall into that? I don't think so. Okay. I think that some years they would, some years they wouldn't. You know, their the early 60s stuff, sure, that's that's a jam band. Okay. Um, when you get them into the 80s or 90s, they're jamming on some songs, but the rest are jammed out composed sections of their songs. Jammed out. Kind of like... Kind of like if you think about like Bruce Springsteen or Dave Matthews, they jam out their songs, but they're not going into type two jams. Not discovering uh, new territory, if you will. Right. Okay. Exactly. And that's why, okay, that's why you were saying, like, that's why you use Dark Star and Space Drums as the example. Because mm-hmm. that's like breaking structure. Okay. Interesting, dude. M- multiple times throughout this episode, you've made me like... Hmm. like really think about things that I haven't thought about, about fish or, you know, just the jam band scene in general. That's interesting. I am going to have to process these things though. And I will get back to you. (laughs) That's cool though. I love hearing different opinions, man, because like if you just stay like talking to or hearing the same like opinions over, and I'm not saying about that, about any of my previous guests, that's not what I'm saying, but just like, overall in general within like the this community or this world you know if everyone had the same take or the same opinion it's gonna get pretty boring pretty fast so thank you for sharing your thoughts and thank you for coming on um and it was nice meeting you man so hopefully we'll get some uh hopefully we'll get some uh summer tour date soon and maybe i'll see you see at a show are you going to any are you going to uh any of the west coast shows are you going to fish mexico doing any of those i'm not um last year was my my year of fish and this year is my year of the disco biscuits oh okay yeah because we Um, were gonna try and get you on uh last week and uh you were seeing the disco biscuits so yeah right on and that is your number one so there you go that is my number one um 
I'm going to try to see them this year as many times as I saw fish last year. That's my goal. Okay. So no fish this year, unless they're just no, like no, no, in no. your backyard. There, there'll be plenty of fish, I'm sure. Okay. But this but, is the priority. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. My husband doesn't think so. He he has the exact... <laughs> he's, he's like, I don't think that's the case. Maybe for you. Uh-oh, we got some family feud going on here. <laughs> so he's going to be like, hey, we're going to these fish shows. You're going to be like, no, we're going to these biscuit shows. <laughs> I mean, if they're not at the same time, we could do both. Do both. I like it. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, hang out. Um, I'm going to stop the episode, and then uh, we'll talk logistics on when it comes out and everything. Thank sure. you again, Greg, for being on. I love hearing your opinions. I love hearing your story. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at the show soon. Yeah.